When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Yeah, that's how you get a show kick-started. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio. You can find us on the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Make sure you tweet us because we are not Canty. We are not Carlin. I am Jordan Cornett, driving us home here for the next four hours alongside my guy, Andre Snellings, ESPN NBA senior writer and analyst. We are two sober guys here doing the show. Just for clarification, uh, we'd love you to join in the conversation on the call in CC call in line one eight 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 say ESPN. Topic of conversation today, naturally in lieu of last night's action. Who is the NFL version of the Denver Nuggets? More on that in a little bit. But uh, we have our champion Dre in five games because they've been dominant through these playoffs. No different in a game where points came in a premium. 94-89, Nuggets get it done behind 10 points of the 28 from Jokic in the fourth quarter. He's your NBA Finals MVP, first player in postseason history to lead all postseason players in points, rebounds, and assists. Pure dominance, Dre. Absolutely. And first of all, I am not visibly drunk, but I am drinking coffee and coffee hits me like alcohol. So oh, so uh, that's dangerous. Huh? Yeah, we'll see where we get in the next four hours. Um, <laughs> as for the game itself. Yeah, I thought that was a really good game. It was fun to watch because it was tension. Now, it wasn't fun to watch because both teams were struggling making a shot. And so it, it, it was sometimes a little almost painful to watch, but it was close. It was tight. It came down to the final few seconds of the game, and you, you had your final MVP step up and lead when really no one else was able to do so. So had all the elements of great drama. To me, what's really fascinating, Andre, is how this Denver team has been viewed. The narrative around them, and a lot of it's been focused on Jokic, the star player, a two-time MVP, now adds NBA Finals MVP and world champion, another notch on his belt. But it's not necessarily about him. That's been widely documented, but it's this team as a whole, I feel like, isn't getting the respect that they deserve, the flowers they deserve. I mean, usually when we come to the conclusion of a season, the way we talk about these teams, they're elevated. There's usually sound bites that come with it, and we linger about the team, their journey. We romanticize it. I know we're, we're in the, the, the first few moments here waking up, and it's the first day after we've crowned the Denver Nuggets champion. I just don't necessarily know if I feel like they're getting that respect. And I've heard it a few different places. Uh, like when I was listening to First Take earlier today, the great Mad Dog saying this about the world champion, Denver Nuggets. The 86 Celtics would beat this team in four games. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's a nice ball club. They got a Hall of Famer. Jokic is wonderful. Murray's a very good player. They would get mauled. That would be, they would get swept. Parrish and Walton and McHale and Bird and Webb. Oh, my, forget it. But having said that, let's be honest. It's a nice ball club. From a championship level, it's a, it's a nice team. This is not an all-time great team we're watching here. I mean, this is not Durant, Curry, Draymond Green, and Thompson. This is, a, and believe it or not, I'd give you a current ball club. This is a good team. This is not an all-time team. But Jokic is an all-time player. 
Now, look, I agree on the back end. Jokic is an all-time player. I, I don't know if this is going to be on the Mount Rushmore of uh, great teams, but I just don't necessarily think we need to have that type of conversation because what we do know, Dre, is in a year where maybe there's a lot of flawed teams out there. Maybe the path was a desirable one for these Denver Nuggets, and maybe they took advantage of a, of a light Western Conference this year and some lucky bounces along the way to face an eight seed in Miami uh, with it all on the line. But what I do know is they were dominant. What I do know is they were at the top of the class all season long. What I do know is the duo of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic is one of the best duos we've ever seen, and most especially as you look at points per game. Those two combined to average 56.1 points per game. Only Shaq and Kobe in 01 were better. Only Steph and KD alongside them were better in 2017. This group had an identity which was depth, defensively masterful, switching coverages, had two stars to rely on, and one that has had metric-wise uh, postseason that we haven't seen since Michael Jordan in 91. I think this team's not getting the respect they deserve, Andre. I can feel that. So it could go either way because I can't lie. I've been in conversations on this air stay, on this airwaves over the last few days talking about um, uh, whether Nikola Jokic is the greatest center of all time. Which may whoa whoa be, whoa we're, we're there already oh yeah we were I mean I, I believe it was Jay Will some somebody said it last week and we had to talk about it this weekend so I won't say they're not getting any of the respect they deserve but I, I do feel your point but that's, that's that's Joker I mean the team as a whole I think Joker people have come around and understood we've been sleeping on the great Nikola Jokic but as a team yeah. I think this team Andre is being overlooked for what they achieved yeah you know anytime a team is a champion. That like puts them at a place in history. And I feel, I, I agree with you. They do need to be respected. I can see the points, you know, Mad Dog's point. Um, that Celtics team would be a handful for the Nuggets because they have so many bigs that would be able to, you know, keep Jokic from doing what he wants to do. And I could also see the comparison to, say, the Warriors team. But I would say, look at the first Warriors team, right? The 2015 team that won the championship. They were just really good. They weren't all time yet. This is the Nuggets' first time, and their main players are all still in their 20s. So while this may not have been an all-time team this year, I agree with you. We don't necessarily need to harp on that because we could be looking back in three or four years, and if there are other rings to go with it, then this first one looks a little different. Oh, Andre, so are you talking potential dynasty for these Denver Nuggets? Well, that conversation uh, has been engaged already. Andre Iguodala, a Warriors NBA champion, a guy who's a four-time NBA champion who also played for those Nuggets, also played for those Heat. Andre Iguodala on if the Nuggets have a dynasty that's uh, DNA-worthy. Definitely have the ingredients for it. You know, he has a very young team, something that, people don't really understand is the more you win, the more that comes with it um, in terms of just the nonsense. And it's from the outside noise. You get creep within, you know, so you just got to continue to protect, you know, the true essence of the game of basketball and keep it about basketball. Just make sure that, you know, the focus is on winning, not really about who gets credit. I think the biggest key to it is a guy like Jokic. And we talk about Steph Curry, you know, I talk about him a lot when you're, best player when your superstar is humble keeps it about the game it flows to the rest of the team yeah i mean look that is where it has to sing when you got two guys like murray and joker who like i mentioned the points per game 56 points per game third most in postseason run behind uh four legends and steph kd Shaq, and kobe uh, who both did it for the lakers and obviously the warriors you got to have an identity 
you got to have stars that are egoless. They have that. they got to have a, a, a youth movement infused with some free agents, some guys who are long in the tooth that understand the game. But this was a group that was cultivated within. I mean, this is a team that almost, Andre, also didn't happen, right? Yeah. I mean, you're looking at J- Jamal Murray tears that ACL in 2021. Some people maybe knee-jerk reaction, maybe move a guy like that. It, those things happen. Uh, and maybe look to, to meddle with this thing. MPJ may have never even gotten a shot in this league after the two back surgeries, but stayed with it, finally put it together going 16-13 and 13 here in Game 5. But it's just when I look at this group, and you look at it, and I mentioned how dominant the Joker was here. In almost every all-encompassing metric, no one played better in the playoff run since MJ did in 1991. People need to understand that about the Joker. But alongside him having Jamal Murray, but defensively, that's where I think their identity, along with their depth, was unique. I mean, this team was phenomenal defensively as a unit. That thing carries. You can do this for years to come. This is a formula, the way they switch styles and coverages. I just believe, Andre, why not Denver moving forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm an analytics guy. I'm all about the numbers. But when it comes to the Nuggets, I think one of the most important numbers is age, right? Like, if you just look through their top players, Jokic is 27, Murray 25, uh, KCP 29, Aaron Gordon 27, Michael Porter 24, Bruce Brown, if he comes back, is 26. Like, they're a team where their entire core is either at the start of or right in the middle of their NBA prime. And, you know, most of these guys are signed for multiple years already. And so some of the, you know, we, we, we just heard um, uh, Iguodala, uh, another Andre, by the way, you know, shout out to Andres. Um, <laughs> we just heard Iguodala talking about the mess that can come with winning a championship. But some of that mess is when guys start looking for new contracts and well now I want to be paid for this because I did this but the Nuggets are all wrapped up for the next few years contract wise so I mean I I feel like they have the pieces to potentially put a run together I'm not one that feels like okay we already have to say you know they're a dynasty or a dynasty in waiting because there's too many moving parts for that I would have thought the Bucks would have won another championship by now, but they've dealt with injury the last couple of years, and injuries can happen. Jamal Murray's just coming back, you know, so that that's always uh, something that could derail a, a potential dynasty type squad. But this is a championship level team that won a championship this season, and for now, I think that should be enough. Is it Andre maybe too early to have the conversation? A, a logical one may say yes. Is it a little preemptive? Are we putting the cart before the horse? Quite possibly, but that's what we're going to do here <laughs> on Canty and Carlin. So join the conversation on the CC call in line 1 888 say ESPN. Are the Nuggets the next NBA dynasty? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call in on the call in line 1 888 say ESPN. It, look, Andre, as I assess what's out there in the West, and you touched on this a little bit. Who are the Lakers? Are they going to go get a third star? Who are the Suns with the new regime? I mean, they're talking about uh, moving on from Chris Paul, but Chris Paul still wants to be a part of this thing. And defensively, they took a big dip this past year. Is Draymond Green staying on with those Warriors? What do you do with Jordan Poole? Some of those teams that were heavyweight feel in the West and what made it feel like at moments this thing was loaded, we saw very clearly it absolutely wasn't, and we saw Denver handily move through that West handily. The team that was at one point the prohibitive favorite out of the West, we watched Jamal Murray and the Joker sweep them. Didn't even break a sweat against those Lakers. So when you talk about the separation between world champion and contender, 
I, I don't even know who it is out of the West at this point, Andre. Identify who that team is to prevent them from getting back to an NBA Finals. Again, it's not you're not waltzing to that, but I'm curious, who is that team? Yeah, every team in the West has question marks. The Nuggets don't really have them. And so this season, I actually thought all of the power was in the East, right? The Bucks, the Celtics, and the 76ers for most of the year, I considered the three best teams in the league. And I think the metrics thought so too. And then the Nuggets were just kind of first among equals uh, in the West is what it appeared to be until the playoffs began. And then they just separated from everyone. Looking down the list, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with John Morant and the Grizzlies. They were the two seed this year. The Sacramento Kings are young and on the way up. They were kind of came from nowhere this season as a three seed. I don't know that we can rely. You know, we don't have enough of a track record to know whether we can expect them to take the next step. The Suns have major question marks around their so two Dre, stars. You want to say it. Don't be afraid. Scare money don't make money. Not you want to say you want to say that the nugget and I'm not walking you to this, but as we lay it out collectively here, Look, Dynasty to me is three titles. I, I, I don't think you can move to confidently saying that when this is just step one for this team. But for them to be right back next year with an opportunity, that's not dynastic, but that moves towards it. And I am highly confident the Nuggets can do that next season. Yeah, I see the Nuggets as the clear favorite right now in the West until some of these question marks get answered. I still, you know, I look to those top three teams in the East. They may have some question marks as well, but I would still – you know, take my chances at this moment with, say, the Bucks against the Nuggets this year. I mean, next year, I think that could still be a strong matchup. But yeah, in the West, right now, it's the Nuggets and everybody else. Yeah, let's take some of these callers. I just lost one of them, but I believe we have a caller saying uh, the Nuggets are, in fact, a dynasty. Uh, Shannon, can you tell me who we got on the line? Why, why I have to deal with this te- technological issue here? Who do we got? Uh, this is Kevin in Texas. Kevin in Texas. Let's hear about it. You like the Nuggets as a dynasty, Kevin. I I think they can be, but here's my issue. In the last four or five years, people have left for the money and not stayed with the group. And I think Jamal Murray, as great as he is, is going to leave for the money instead of taking less to stay and and make a dynasty. And I'll hang up and see what you think. Well, Andre, these guys are secure for a few more years. I don't think that's that's a worry, correct? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Jamal Murray, he's already locked up for, I believe, at least three more years. Um, let me, okay, yeah, Jamal Murray is locked up till 2025, so he's got two more seasons on this contract. But I guess, look, Kevin's concern could be what we've seen in this league is disgruntled and a desire to maybe take money could move you to that spot. But as you look at this team, that's what we're celebrating about Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and this Denver group is it's an egoless group. I mean, that's why there's a good potential they could be right back. To get to a dynasty, you need two more titles. Long way to go. Uh, don't necessarily think we can say that yet, but in terms of this team positioning themselves, absolutely. But we want to hear from you. Join in on the conversation on the CC call-in line, 1-888-SAY-ESPN, 1-888-SAY-ESPN. Are the Nuggets the next NBA dynasty? we got Keith in California. Hello. Yeah, I don't think that uh, the, the Nuggets are going to have to just be – focused right now because the world is going to be gunning at them. Once you win the championship, the Nuggets gun. Man. I mean, the, the world guns for you. So the Nuggets are going to be a target and they're going to have to work hard 
But uh, I wanted to also give a big shout out to DeAndre Jordan because Blake Griffin or Chris Paul still don't have a ring yet. DeAndre Jordan just came out of nowhere and got a ring. That is true. Rob I City. mean, Stray's coming. Didn't anticipate Blake catching a stray, uh, but that's where we—that's where we are here. Look, Andre, he's right. I mean, that—that's part of why coming off of especially one sleep after a team winning a title, there's always trepidation in talking about what's coming next year. Certainly this group wants to embrace the journey and what they achieved, but our role is to project out. It's just to me when you look at the layout of the league, and there's a lot of unknown. I mean, heck, look at that Memphis team, right? Uh, that'll be one of the biggest conversations in the offseason is the pending suspension that we know is going to be levied down from Commissioner Silver on John Morant and how that makes the Grizzlies look, a, a true threat in the league uh, that could stand in the way of what Denver wants to achieve, the moves that are going to be made inevitably. But I just believe when you look at the mindset of this group, with how they've taken everything thrown at them, when you've got a leader like Nikola Jokic wholly disinterested in the highs and lows, the ebbs and the ebbs and flows of of emotion that come with this, this group is just go out there, do our jobs, connected, and let's go chase it. Let's Absolutely. now reset in the offseason and let's get back and make moves. So we'll discuss a lot more of this coming up. We're just getting kick-started on Canty and Carlin. Andre Snellings, Jordan Cornette filling in, and we want you to weigh in. Are the Nuggets the next NBA dynasty, and who is the NFL version of the Denver Nuggets? We'll get you all that when we return after Andre has this from Indeed. If the summer heat is making you sweat your staffing plan, Indeed makes hiring feel like a breath of fresh air. Their hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. And you can even schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 toward your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. No team in NBA history has waited longer. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets are finally NBA champions. Congratulations. the sacrifice, all the dedication, all culminated with us winning a championship. But I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied. We won. We want more. We want more. Coach Michael Malone gluttonous chasing titles there in Denver. They finally got a franchise first, and he's ready to build a dynastic group and a talent around him. Why not? It's Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You can catch us on SiriusXM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Andre Snelling, ESPN NBA writer, senior writer, and also an analyst. And I'm Jordan Cornett, driving us here for couple hours hanging out, talking about these Denver Nuggets championship group. Sealed the deal last night in Game 5. Points coming at a premium, but 10 of the 28 from Joker. The difference in that fourth quarter, able to overcome, missing 23 of 28 three-point shot. Championship ilk, tons of talent. And speaking of talent, a guy that did it in the league for 17 years, Andre Miller at the point position, led the league in assists back in 2 did Two different stints with the Denver Nuggets, Andre Miller did, encompassing six seasons. We know he was locked in last night watching these Nuggets get it done. Andre, thank you for joining us. What was the feeling as a former player as you watched a historic win and a first for the franchise winning it all last night? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I was excited for the organization. Um, It's been a long time coming, first championship, and as you guys know, um, there's it's been a lot of talent that's come through the, through the organization. And, you know, they just found a way to put a, a great roster together, management and staff. And, you know, they was able to make a good run, um, you know, a great run. And, you know, kudos to the whole and entire Denver Nugget family and fan base. It was, it was definitely fun to watch. What up, Andre? First of all, I got to give you a shout out. You're an Andre that graduated uh, college in 1999. You know, we're a rare breed. But <laughs> to action, um, you were an excellent floor general. You know, I used to love watching you control the floor. So how would you rate Nikola Jokic as a floor general, even though he plays the center position? I mean, he, he's probably as, as best as it gets, you know, for a big guy to be able to, you know, feel the game the way he feels it. Um, he makes everybody's job a lot easier, you know. It's even more easier because it's unconventional and being a big man. So, you know, you have these guards that are moving around and all they have to do is be ready to shoot because he sees the play develop before it even happens. So, you know, um, one of the great runs in NBA history, and he did it humbly. He did it, you know, with work ethic and, and great effort, and, and everybody followed his lead. So, you know, a, a, a great run for the organization, but, you know, definitely the big fella brought a lot lot to the table. 
Andre Miller, 17-year NBA career, one point in his career back in 02, led the league in assists, so he knows about dropping dimes to play makers. Andre Miller, you're the only one that can really uh, weigh in on this debate between two guys that love the game but never played it at your level. Me and Andre Snellings are going back and forth in the break here about, you know, would you take in today's league Joker at his peak or Shaq at his peak? Understanding it's almost a win-win and a lose-lose, whichever way you go. But in today's game, those two stud bigs at their best, who are you taking alongside you? I mean, it's, it's you know, two <laughs> two different two different centers who bring a lot to the game and you know, um, you know, I never got a chance to play against Joker. I've seen his work ethic and, you know, all the things that he could do on the court, but Shaq was just a different animal, man. I mean, Shaq, I mean, his, Shaq was mobile. He was athletic and, you know, he, he just stood under the basket. He was effective on the defensive end and, you know, it was, it was nothing you can do with him. He, he was just one of those guys that was just totally different. If I had to choose one, I would probably say Shaq. Yeah. You know, just because huh. you know he was dominant. He was so dominant. I mean, it was it was no way. I mean, both guys you can't prepare for him, but Shaq, it was you know for somebody just to stand under the basket and just tear the rim up. You know, it, it was nothing you can do about it. So, you know, they 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 both bring something to the table. If I had to say right now, I would say Shaq. Now, Snellings, let's make it clear. Andre Miller liked the ball in his hands. You've got to give up the ball a little bit more if you're playing alongside the Joker. So I get why he said, give me the guy down low, hey. the easy dime drop for a bucket. Yeah, give me the guy that can dunk the other team through the rim with him. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, Dre, I want to talk a little bit about Jamal Murray. You know, I watched him play before his rookie season in the Vegas Summer League, and he was more of a shooter scorer than really a floor general. But he just got done setting an NBA record with double-digit assists in his first four games. So I just wanted to see if you could speak to his growth as a, as a player and whether you think he's now ready to take that next step to becoming an all-NBA caliber player. Well, I mean, the, the transition from him going to college to the NBA, I mean, if you look back, you had um, Moutier. Moutier was the point guard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jamal Murray comes in and, and basically, you know, just just figures it out, and and you know, just his mind on how he approached the game, you know, gave him an opportunity and the staff to say, you know what, we can move this guy to the point guard position because he gets it, he understands the balance of being a a scorer versus a a playmaker. And I think, you know, I think between game two and three, he figured out you know, the balance that was needed for them to get over the hump. And it wasn't just his scoring. It was him being a playmaker and being a decoy to make plays, the simple plays for everybody else. So, you know, I was impressed with that, him being able to show what he can do besides score the ball. And he showed that he can, you know, lead a team and say, you know what, this is a point guard. We can win with me being a distributor and not just a scorer, just by being aggressive. Andre, you were part of that franchise there in Denver, and we're talking with Andre Miller, 17-year NBA career, a point god in his own right. Uh, from 2003 to 06, you were there in Denver. Then you did another stint roughly between 2011 and 2014, coming back and forth there. You know what that franchise was about, playing there, running point, to this point when you were there 
to where it is now as a world champion. And obviously getting guys like Joker there make a world of difference, even a guy like Jamal Murray. Those are two elite players that propelled them to those heights. But you had some great players there as well when you were there. How does that organization morphed from when you were there to what it is now, getting that first ever franchise world championship? Well, I mean, if you if you look at the history of the Nuggets, and, you know, I've been the Nuggets fan since I was young, even – even back to the Los Angeles Lakers magic days. And, you know, um, just to watch the amount of talent, you know, back then with Fat Lever, Alex English, they always, Nuggets always have great teams. But then you look at the the state of the NBA as far as the teams that were really good, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Houston Rockets, the Spurs, I mean, the Utah Jazz, and it was just – and so forth, and the Lakers, I mean, the Nuggets just couldn't get over that hump because of the amount of talent in the Western Conference. And then you fast forward to the Carmelo Anthony's, and in our years, we had great teams, but, I mean, you got the Lakers, the Spurs, you know, winning five championships, the Lakers winning three-piece, so the competition level was very, very high, and you know, this, this opportunity and transition with this team going from the Golden State Warriors, you know, um, run for the last eight years, it was it was perfect timing for this organization. So to see how, you know, the organization stuck with the roster, didn't give up on the players, and, and just built, just built from the core, and then, you know, put great veterans around them. So, you know, great jobs by the Cronky family and, and – and, and the staff with Calvin Booth and so forth to put a good organization, a good team together. Yeah, it's a great call, Andre. It's almost like right time, right place for this group. It's like Malcolm Gladwell and Outliers. I mean, that can position you to really have an impact, and the Nuggets taking full advantage of that runway right now. Andre Miller, 17-year NBA vet, two stints with those Nuggets, happier than anybody with his group that won a championship last night. Andre Miller, we appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Coming up here on Canty and Carlin, Andre Snelling's Jordan Cornette. We want you to weigh in. Are the Nuggets the next NBA dynasty? Make sure you call in on the CC call-in line, 188-SAY-ESPN. Are the Nuggets the next NBA dynasty? Plus, who would you take in the league, Shaq or Joker? Me and Snelling's debate. (laughs) More on Canty and Carlin. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Yeah, let it run. I mean, one of the best theme songs, The Walking Dead. 11 seasons it ran, six of those. Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan was absolutely captivating. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Jordan Cornett. Alongside me, Andre Snelling's rocking with you, talking NBA Finals. But for right now, I'm really juiced because we're going Hollywood. That's right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the actor, joins us now. And Jeffrey stars and executive produces the upcoming AMC series, Dead City. It's somewhat of a spinoff of The Walking Dead, which everybody knows. He will continue his role as The Walking Dead's villain, slash not so much anymore, Negan, the series will premiere on amc on sunday june 18th jeffrey dean morgan thanks for joining us and as a fan of yours you made me cry on gray's anatomy you made me scared as all get out on the walking dead and i knew if i ever got the chance to cross paths with you this is where i go why did you have to do glenn like that with lucille at the conclusion of season six brother i mean that was just so oh, man, difficult I, I, to I watch tell you how many times i get asked that question <laughs> it's a really easy answer and one that i had nothing to do with it was written so in the comic book robert kirkman you can put it all on his shoulders um if you were really bummed about Abraham, then you can come and talk to me a little bit because that wasn't in the comic book. That was just an added little surprise yeah. for everybody. But yeah. but Glenn, you know, Stephen Yen knew he was going to be going well before I was even cast in the show. Um, but I still I still get middle fingers for it. You know, I walk down the street in New York and I'll still get yelled at about Glenn, you know, seven years later. Um <laughs> And I'll just smile. I'll just give him a smile every time. Um, it was a hell of an entrance. It was a hell of a way to join a show. I suppose if you didn't read the comic books and didn't see it coming, then, yeah, I understand that uh, that was a little bit rough. Jeffrey, I, I do got to ask this, too, really quick. How do you get into that role? I mean, that is such a dark role. And like I said, I've seen you, which speaks to your acting acumen. I mean, I've seen you make me pull out the tissues as a love interest and, and your slow death on Grey's Anatomy, which I did, too, watch to this. How do you get into that? As an athlete, I know what it takes to prepare. You were a former athlete. How do you get to that? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, kind of similar, same sort of headspace, same sort of focus um, as, you know, prepping for a big game. Um, the only different, the difference for me was, you know, when I had a game, I would get physically ill. Uh, I would be in the bathroom throwing up right before tip-off. Um, 
And, and then as soon as the game started, I would settle down. And it's much like that with acting for me, too. It, it's about preparation, first of all. Uh, you know, as long as I know the words backwards and forwards, um, which for me is a bit of a thing because I'm incredibly dyslexic. But once I get that down um, and I feel I could take it anywhere, uh, I know the scene well enough to where I could go uh, any place in the scene and get it back on track. Then I'm good. I'm gonna, and, uh, so it's about that preparation, first of all. And, yeah, I get the butterflies like I did in the old days with sports. But, um, you know, once that scene starts, like when once the game starts, you settle in. And with Negan, for me, it was always about him having more fun than anyone else on the on the on the screen. Um, you know, Negan in the worst of times is going to tell a joke or have a smile no matter what he's doing. And so it's always about Negan having fun. And I just, that's what I was always making sure that there was always a place for him to look at someone in the eye and smile before he did something dastardly, you know? Um, and, and other than that, I, I think that's, I don't know what else I can tell you. It, yeah. it's, all, it's just, it's preparation and focus. It's, it's a lot like sports. Yeah, absolutely. Jeffrey, before we let you go, tell us what we can expect, because I'm going to be locked in on Sunday, June 18th on AMC. What can we expect from your new upcoming series in which you star and executive produce Dead City? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, two years later after what we last saw on The Walking Dead, so... Uh, you know, we see Negan kind of walk into the sunset uh, on the last episode of The Walking Dead. Um, he he has a wife who's about to give birth, and and two years later, we'll find him here in in Dead City, Maggie. You know, who is kind of his sworn enemy, though they do have kind of an uneasy alliance based on what we last saw. Uh, needs him uh, to. He needs, she needs his help to save her son. Uh, Negan has a connection to someone who has taken her son, and she knows it. Um, and so she comes and tracks him down. Uh, and and that is the beginning of Dead City and where we go from there. So um, it's a very uneasy alliance, I'd say, between the two. She still hates hates him uh hates me <laughs> one of those two things uh maybe both um and so uh you know i think this season you know the, the only thing that walking dead was never able to do is you could never really dive into any one character because you were trying to service 20 20 series regular parts uh so everybody got a little bit um in this show i think you really get to take a deeper look into both Maggie and Negan and, and try to crawl into their heads a little bit and uh, find out who they are and why the hell they're together. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We appreciate you giving us some time. Negan, a villain, Jeffrey, very likable brother. I will be watching, man. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Best of luck. Oh, forward, you, and I man. look forward to it, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, make sure you check out Dead City Sunday, June 18th on AMC. Uh, Really cool show. I mean, the guy's range in terms of his ability to act. He can do so much. He's also a big Seattle Seahawks fan, so I know he's going to be locked in and curious what his boy Gino can do. But coming up on Candy and Carlin, we want you to weigh in. Are the Nuggets the next NBA dynasty? Plus, who'd you take in today's NBA, Shaq or the Joker? 
Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.